0: WPTF Take me
1: home
0: tonight. News Radio 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander. This is Making Your Home Great, and it's kind of a unique uh, program today. It's uh, this hour is an archive hour of the radio show. We're going to re-air an interview we did earlier this year, but we want to start out the hour with something that's coming on or going on right now. Bob Haig is with us with the Downtown Raleigh Alliance. Bob, how are you?
2: I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Good. You're welcome. Listen, we've got uh, a big event coming up in Raleigh. The Downtown Raleigh official tree will be lit uh, tonight. Has it not been lit? Has it been up and not lit? So
2: it went up this Monday and tested the lights on Tuesday. Good. And I'm pretty sure we're going to do some testing today just to make sure it goes off without a hitch. Yeah. But the official lighting to kick off the holiday season uh, will be this evening between 7.15 and
0: 7.25. All right, and we are going to have an event that stretches for a couple hours leading into that and even after that. Um, my understanding is that there's some good kid-friendly and family-friendly events starting at 4 o'clock. What are we doing this afternoon?
2: So what's cool about uh, tonight's event is we have a great new attraction called Snowzilla. So it's a giant slide. Kids and adults will be going up and down. Uh, We also have a kid zone so kids can visit Santa Claus. And the cool thing about this year is that the pictures are free. So there's no sign-up required. Bring your smartphone. Bring your camera. Take a photo with the jolly man himself. And then we'll have some interactive activities with Chuck with Little Makers Academy. We'll have a Carolina Hurricane Slap Shop booth food line, um, shopping cart races, and a whole lot more. So the kids will definitely be entertained, and the parents can also enjoy a great evening with them.
0: DJ has music at 4 until 5. There's something called Holiday Hounds Costume Contest. Is this a decorate-your-dog kind of thing?
2: Pretty much, yeah. uh, We all love our animals, and I know a lot of people love to dress up their, their dogs in great costumes. So we'll have a little parade of uh the hounds walking downtown and then we'll give away some prizes from unleashed the dog and cat store in downtown so a great way to uh celebrate the season with our uh, without that
0: all right bob thank you very much thank you very much for having me bob Haig from the downtown raleigh alliance if you're only focused on the tree lighting the 7:15 uh, to 7:25 is the time when that's going to be done along with the Uh, a sing-along from the cast of Rudolph the Musical. This is an archive hour of making your home great, and that means that we're going to present some interviews from early this year, including this with Jeremy Walrick of uh, uh, Newcomen Company. uh, From earlier this year, we're talking about uh, heating, ventilating, and air conditioning, and as usual, I asked a silly question. Do most of us have outside the house? What is that noisy thing there?
3: Well, that's actually called a condenser. Okay. It could be a heat pump condenser or it could be an air conditioning condenser.
0: I get both things from that same box. What do I get? What do I have? Depends on what's inside. Uh, Really? I have no way of knowing. All right, good. (laughs) I'll I'll say that at the next party I go to. So the, um, the whole issue of HVAC takes in a fair amount of other associated. Problems. You guys were just talking about mold and, and other things. Do you get into that? We do. You do? In what way? I mean, uh, I think of HVAC as I'm turning on that switch. I want it hotter in the room or colder. Mm-hmm. Not well, just
3: that? No, it's not quite that easy on the inside. Of what actually happens with the system, there's, uh, there's a whole host of other things that happen when you turn that switch uh, where either... Let's take air conditioning for instance. Yeah, go when, ahead. When you turn when you turn the uh, the AC down, when you want your your air colder, yes, what you're actually feeling is a is a byproduct of moisture removal. Yeah. So we're actually just we're removing the moisture from the air. Does
0: that make it feel
3: artificially cooler? Uh, to to a degree, yes. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna move this
3: microphone
0: just a little bit. <laughs> All right, good. So so the um you're taking the moisture out Mm of the the air that's correct and it make it feel a little cooler
3: that's correct it's a large dehumidifier is all it is what you know of as air conditioning is nothing more than a large dehumidifier for your home what goes wrong on it what can go wrong goodness where do i start (laughs) (laughs) um well first and foremost with uh with a home air conditioner uh you got to have the correct airflow so the Number one thing is replacing your filters.
0: Oh please, oh, please everybody off my back about the filters. <laughs> I admitted in the last hour that we I only replace the filter. You know, now and again when the wall starts to get dirty, when that little metal door gets dirty, mm-hmm. then I vacuum it off and then I replace the filter. Okay. Okay. Should I I should do this once a month, shouldn't I? That's correct, yes. All right. The airflow. Is mm-hmm. there anything else in my house that could goof up the airflow?
3: Oh, absolutely. Like Co- what? Covering your vents. Yeah. Don't
4: put furniture in front mm-hmm. of it. And- mm-hmm.
0: Well, the, my wife says, all right, we're going we're gonna to run the heat at this temperature. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the night, it gets hot. I usually put a pillow over the vent. Am I doing the wrong thing?
3: You are. You're restricting the airflow to the system. And you're not listening to your wife.
0: Well, those are two. Yeah. Okay. All right. I sort of assumed here. The second here
3: that one is pretty major.
0: <laughs> yeah. The second one is major, but I didn't think it would come up today. Um, so, I'm restricting the airflow. So, what? I don't want it so hot in the room.
3: You're overheating the system. You're taking that air where it's intended to go and you're diverting it to another area, which increases uh, basically increases the pressure in the duct system, which doesn't allow it to If you're in heating mode, you could overheat the components in the furnace or in the uh, indoor coil. You're driving it backwards. Is that right? Not so much driving it backwards. You're increasing the, I hate to use such a technical term, but it's called static pressure inside the ductwork. You're making it greater. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. here's the. uh, Mm -hmm. I'm writing this out. And what I basically want you to do is sign this at the conclusion of the broadcast. Mm -hmm. So it would actually be better for the house if I... Don't follow my wife's advice, and I would just go ahead and adjust the thermostat.
3: No, I I believe you misunderstood. No, I wouldn't sign anything.
0: (laughs) But the whole idea, all right, so you think that it would be a better idea for me to go over and adjust the thermostat? not following my wife's instructions
3: no i do not believe all that's right. a good idea now what about for, what
4: about the idea of adjusting the the duct cover because a lot of times they have mm-hmm. that yeah the ability to that's all i'm doing what do you those think those are that? designed like, for I'm a, directionals really oh, come all on. they're there for yeah. they're not just it up
3: <laughs> so, really?
4: the, so the okay. directional portion of it doesn't really have an effect on how much heat or cooling comes in the room
3: yeah, it can, yes. I mean, although they're not designed to shut them down. Even though they can be shut. They you're not can supposed be to shut, shut them, down. Right. Right. Exactly, right, exactly. All right. And we have, we have two
0: rooms upstairs mm-hmm. that are heated and air conditioned. Mm-hmm. I have two college students who have abandoned ship during the semester. Mm-hmm. Is it okay for me now to go upstairs, well, as soon as they go back to school, and close off those vents, cover them up with a piece of wood?
3: No. Why? No, because now you're affecting the rest. You, you have essentially taken part of the home that's inside the envelope. Yes. And taking away that heating or cooling. Yes. It is affecting the system as an overall mm-hmm. and is create- making the rest of your house actually work harder. The Final. system is designed, when when we design a heating and air conditioning system, we design it to heat and cool the house, not just specific room. Yeah. But the house in general. When you change that, you've changed the entire way the system works. You're changing the, the way the air moves in the home, yep. uh, the back pressure again in the ductwork. There's, there's a whole number of things that are changing in there.
4: And then right. you could also, I would think you're also affecting, as you just said, in a different way, you might start getting dew point issues up in that area. Absolutely. And that's going to affect everything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: This That'd, is madness. This yeah. goes against everything the Alexander family have done for three generations. But then <laughs> we haven't explain, been... Very, that
4: explains why you're here. Yeah, that's
0: exactly right. That's why I'm working on the weekends <laughs> is what it is. Uh, no, I mean, I know people. My grandpa, now this is in Yankee land and this mm-hmm. is going back 35 years, okay. would quote unquote close off the upstairs. Okay. He would put up in the... Stairwell at the bottom of the stairwell, a heavy blanket, mm-hmm. and would close all the vents upstairs mm-hmm. and would theoretically not heat the upstairs.
3: Oh, it, it was happening. He just didn't yeah. realize it was happening.
0: Was well, he saving any money? I mean, was he doing it, doing anything positive?
3: Uh, in, in that aspect, you're talking about a different region. Yeah. here. We're talking about um, air moves differently in... Heating season than it does in air conditioning season. All right. So um, that heat's going to get upstairs. Yeah. No matter what he does. I mean, especially with a home built back then, it's going to move upstairs. Hot travels to cold. The colder it is, the faster it moves. Uh So he could have, in effect, been increasing the amount of heat he needed downstairs. Now, obviously, I wasn't there, so I don't, I mean, you were. I, it's, it's,
4: it's all right. <laughs> the other thing I wonder about, too, is, you know, these houses that were built back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, they were leaky. They yeah, were built different than the houses extremely. now. So, so you could maybe do some things then that you really shouldn't do now because of
3: how efficient homes are, how tight they are. Well, what back to the uh, the mold and mildew showing yeah. up in the houses like we were talking before, what we're seeing a lot of, especially with the past two summers being as humid as they are, is the efficiency of the systems are yeah. actually exceeding the efficiency of the homes now? So whereas um, you know, late 1990s, early 2000s, when we put a new system in, we were we were happy with 64 degree air coming out of the vents. Yeah. With the rise in the efficiency standards of the systems and the way technology has advanced with these systems, we're we're getting. 40, 42 degree air. And when you start getting into your super high efficiency systems, you can actually get air coming out of those vents that is just above the freezing point. I mean, we're talking 35, 38 degree air. Yeah. So, I mean, we're on the verge of refrigeration versus air conditioning. I like that. That's what I want in the summertime. Exactly. I want refrigeration. (laughs) I don't want air conditioning. I want refrigeration. But remember now, the colder that air, the faster that transfer from the hot to cold. So you're going to bring in outside air. I mean, there's there's no way to seal a house 100%. It's just just not going to happen. Nor do you want it to happen
4: we're going to talk more about it yes go ahead quick question uh, regarding fresh air intakes is there something changing in the code I know if you have a fireplace that that's kind of a natural air exchange
3: but what, what are your comments on that the the code has changed considerably in the past few years uh, there's a couple different standards that go along with that the first and foremost one that comes to my mind uh, it deals more on the new construction side where your kitchen vent, your hood that you turn on when you, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. in, in my case, when I burn the, uh, the pot of water, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. when I turn that on, if that vent exceeds 399 CFM, years ago, it didn't matter. That was fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now we are required to make that air up, mm-hmm. much like a commercial uh, commercial restaurant. Mm-hmm. If they're exhausting so much air, they have to bring more air in. Well, we are now required to do that in a residential application. Hmm. So we have to make up that air. So, um, and then when you start getting into your, your higher building standards, your energy stars, your system visions, your things like that, you, uh, you've got a completely, I hate to say it, I call it a different standard, but it's a, uh, much the same, but it requires a certain number of air changes per hour. In the home, and that's done through a um, a timer mechanism. It's done through your bath fans, uh, and some of them you can even take the windows into account
0: in that. So. All right, we're we're going to talk more. Jeremy's going to explain all of what he just said during our next break, and we're also going to learn this that I always want to know: Do we lower the lower the air conditioning while we're at work? Should we do that, or we should, should we just leave it on? Program is called Making Your Home Great on News Radio 680 WPTF. The AccuWeather forecast on News Radio 680 WPTF and Making Your Home Great. Cloudy, a little bit of rain, scattered showers. And uh, the overnight low near 41 Sunday, pleasant and warmer up to 63. Monday, sunny and 61. It is 50 degrees and cloudy, real feel 55. We're uh, listening to an archived interview with Jeremy Walrick of Newcomb and Company from earlier this year. And the subject is HVAC on making your home great. The basic question I have, you understand the concept. My wife believes that when we leave the house, we should then adjust the air conditioner to allow the house to get warmer because we're not there. And I say that when we come home, we then force the system to look because the couch absorbs heat. (laughs) And to bring the temperature down in the house after we come home, labors the system and costs me money. Jeremy Waller can actually answer this. I think, well...
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of factors that go into that. What's the outdoor temperature of the day? How how's the humidity? For Ninety that degrees,
0: eighty-three percent humidity. How many dogs goodness. do you have? Yeah,
3: exactly. Awesome. I mean, it's, yes. it's not just your couch that's absorbing the heat; it's the entire structure of your home. So
0: that really is a concept.
3: I absolutely. mean, the, the, absolutely. it absorbs the heat. It does absolutely. Um, when we air condition our home, we're not air conditioning the air; we're air conditioning the entire structure—the walls, the furnishings, everything. Yeah. We have to remove that keep from all of that to, to keep your home comfortable. Yes. Um, what you are driving at is a debate that's been raging for years and years and years. I mean, here we have the uh, uh, the programmable thermostats yeah. and, and uh, the, the government telling us, hey, put these up and you can save energy. And the beat the peak meters, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, Time of use meters is mm-hmm. along the same line. Mm-hmm. But uh, we... we it's been debatable as to whether that actually does lower your uh, your overall energy u- your energy usage, or right. whether it actually drives it up, or is there any difference at all? And that's where we start getting into you know if you got a hundred degree day while you're at work and yeah. you've set that thermostat back yeah. four or five degrees, yeah, what's the energy cost to bring that back up to a comfortable temperature?
4: Now, would you think that? Two degrees would make much of a
3: difference, more so than five or six degrees? Absolutely, because you don't have to bring it up quite as much. Mm-hmm. Now, when my customers insist on you know, setting it back or, or whatever, mm-hmm. I say, okay, well, go no more than about two to three degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. If you look at the actual factory defaults on a programmable thermostat and you put it on your wall and you don't adjust those factory defaults yeah. while you're at work, yeah. It's allowing your home to raise to eighty-five degrees. Hmm. Really? Which in North Carolina, when you walk back in the door, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna smack you in the face. It's mm-hmm. it's uh it's gonna take a while to get back to your comfort. Yeah, I'd rather go back outside I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I don't
0: I, I guess I understand it. All right, mm-hmm. here's the other the other uh, layman question of the day. Mm-hmm. When you want it colder in your house, do you say I'm going to turn the air conditioning down, or do you turn it up? I say I turn it down. You turn it down down to make it colder. Yes,
3: yes. I'm talking about the actual temperature. Yeah, you're turning down. All right, that's fine.
0: That's fine. What else goes wrong in the air conditioner uh, Uh, world,
3: HVAC world? uh, There's quite a few things that can go wrong with an air
4: conditioner. And maybe we need to talk about heat too, since Mm -hmm. we're using so much heat this time of year.
3: Let's talk about heat then. Okay. Well, both of them come back to yep. maintenance. Yeah. You know, you, you maintain your car. For you get your oil changed. Yeah. Exactly. There are things that need to happen with your uh, with your HVAC system. Filters being number one. That's the number one thing that most homeowners can do for themselves. Right. Uh, now, some of them have a specialty filter that needs, uh, you know, certain size or whatever that they typically have. a uh, uh, An HVAC company that comes out and takes care of that for them, but... Uh,
0: there's the a part. there's an a quality and a B quality at my home center. Mm-hmm. Does it matter? I'm throwing it out in thirty days?
3: Uh, well, that depends on on. On you yourself, uh, do you have any breathing problems? Do you have any dogs, no. uh, cats, animals in the house, do you have, have children? Nine, I
0: have nine cats and 23 chihuahuas. You're better off with the 50-cent throwaway filter. 50-cent throwaway. I change it every three days. Yes. Every three days. I mean, really, that's what it go, amounts to, mm-hmm. is change frequently mm-hmm. and, and not absolutely, worry about Absolutely, absolutely. Well,
3: now, you get into some people that, uh, that do have breathing problems or they need a certain filter to create out here to filter out those allergens or whatever and then there, there's a whole plethora that you get into of different styles and types and medias and, and things like that that
4: uh well you know one thing i want to mention too jeremy when i go buy filters i'll buy you know i'll try to buy a half dozen of each mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just have them there and um it hurts yeah. my feelings sometimes when i see the prices on these things mm-hmm. because they're you know, the the ones that are fine that will pick up everything, they're costing $15, $20 a piece. That's correct. Yes, yeah. they are. And um, or is that good that, that that you're using that kind? Or it just depends.
3: Like it, I said, there again, it depends on yeah, the individual yeah. user, depends on really the end user there. Yeah. All uh, right. It's
0: Jeremy Walrick of Newcomen Company. You want to contact Newcomen Company? Their number is 919 862 3000. 3000. Coming up in about a half an hour, on making your home great, we have two people from Habitat for Humanity, Ellie Steffen and Natalie Chesson. They're going to talk about the restores, and they've got some interesting announcements about what you can buy at the restores for Habitat for Humanity. That's coming up uh, next half hour. We'll hear from Lewis Sadler of Sadler Construction, an interview done earlier this we uh, this year talking about barrier-free homes that's coming up on making your home great quick accuweather forecast Uh, we have a possibility of scattered rain showers this afternoon and evening overnight low near 41 sunday is sunny and 63 monday is sunny is 61 right now 50 real field 55 news radio 680 wptf Coming up on Making Your Home Great, this archive hour, we have uh, Lewis Sadler of Sadler Construction, an interview from earlier this year about barrier-free home design. That's coming up after our AccuWeather forecast. Quick forecast includes cloudy skies, a rain shower, uh, cooler tonight, low near 41, for Sunday, a high near 63, and Monday, a high near 61, both of those days. Partly cloudy is as bad as it gets. Right now it's 50 with a real feel of 55. Coming up, we've got some folks from Habitat for Humanity live in studio after 3 o'clock on News Radio 680 WPTF. We're talking about universal design. We should just define it right out of the
5: gate, Lewis. Okay, so universal design is a term that was coined by NC State Mm-hmm. School of design, all right, and what universal design means as it applies to residential construction and design, yeah, is for the a home to be designed and built for the maximum amount of use by the highest amount of people so it's it's as simple right. as that it's it's not a specific thing for a specific person it's just to create and design a home so that anybody and everybody, regardless of their uh, physical condition, and mm-hmm. this could be mobility, it could be sight and hearing, mm-hmm. that the home works for as many people as can, whether you have a condition or do not, the home is there to serve you. We've talked about the fact that
0: homes are sometimes, Well, they're, they're just fine, they're homes. The, we forget that they're awkward after we've paid $100,000 for them. We We give up that. I have a Part of my home where two um, two uh, doors lock together at the door handles, cabinet doors. They lock together. If they're both open, the two things lock together. It's a dumb. It's a dumb little thing, but I don't even. I ignore it now. I have a dishwasher that opens into the kitchen, and I can't reach the most logical cabinet to put the dishes in because the door opens too far into the kitchen you understand what i'm saying sure we give it, we forget about this people don't realize that your closet doesn't have to be
5: such that you can't get in it and turn around but that's what a lot of us put up with well a lot of things as as uh, we have discussed a lot of it isn't even a situation That it is a walker wheelchair situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, As my wife uh, shares with a lot of our clients, her view of what we do, and from a design standpoint, if you've got three foot wide doorways and four-foot-wide hallways, uh-huh. it just makes it easier for moving things around your house. Uh-huh. But a lot of the doors, and I'm sure I'm speaking to a lot of our listeners, and I'm sure uh, Tim does a lot more uh, renovation work than we do, uh, but anybody that goes into, uh, so I'm sure you can attest to this, but anybody that goes into a home that was probably built more than 20, 25 years ago, uh-huh. a good portion of the doors are what's termed two O doors. That means it's 2-0 foot zero inches, 24 inches wide, They'll have those size doors going into a bathroom. Well, most grown men can't even walk straight <laughs> through that without having to turn sideways to get yep. your shoulders through. Some of us don't have sideways, <laughs> so we just deal yeah, with some, it. some of us are sideways is the same <laughs> proportion as the front ways, That's so right. unfortunately, uh, we're in trouble either way. But, yeah, I mean, imagine you would uh, get uh, blow your knee out playing basketball. You're in a walker for a little while. Yeah. How are you getting in that bathroom? And so the designs are just way too... Um, uh, limited uh, mm-hmm. for today's lifestyles and 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 our longevity and and a lot of that stuff really needs to be changed and that's what we're working on here is to educate people and bring awareness to the fact that there are options out there and so if you get ready to do any modification on your home or build a new home these are ideas that you really want to talk to your designer and builder about. Right. Telephone number nine one nine eight six zero
0: nine seven eight three nine one nine 860 9783, making your home great on News Radio 680, WPTF. You're having me reevaluate things about my own house, and I'm not sure this is good. <laughs> I have. are not right. trying to panic anybody. I just know. I'm looking at it. This, honestly, we didn't have toddlers when we moved into the house. Okay. But this is, it, people associate with the topic we're talking about with aging. In fact, in my house, you can't properly shower and bathe a little tiny kid because the toilet is too close to the business end of the shower, right? In other words, you, you you got this big sliding, two sliding doors back and forth, okay? And to get a kid in the shower, you really want to have some elbow room. You want to be able to move the, the fixture around. What I see on your Website for your bathroom construction—it's all wide open.
5: There's Correct. not a lot of stepping over things. Well, you, you, the goal is to take those hazards out of the way. Um, studies tell us that that's where most accidents happen, regardless of age. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you just uh, uh, mentioned in your bathroom, and I—I'm no. I'm sorry, I don't want to go. I don't want to have you be thinking about other things you have to change. No, 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 <laughs> Fine. But. Uh, the sliding doors. Yes. Those are something that people have been putting in bathrooms forever. Yes. Yeah. But if you've got a toddler and you're the mom and you're the dad, whatever the case may be, and you're bathing your toddler. Yeah. How comfortable is it leaning over those tracks? It's not at all. It, not at all. No. Not at, I mean, you're better off to have a shower curtain than those things. They're just mm-hmm. a hazard. And if you were to be coming out and slip and lose uh, 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 mm-hmm. your, your, your stability, yes. it— Falling on those tracks is going to do a whole lot more damage to your leg than if it's just the edge of a tub. No, you're right. And those are things you just try to think about. And, and a lot of it is just it's been done that way forever, and people just keep doing it. But, you know, I prefer not having the step over to get into the tub or the shower anyway and right. have those curbless. But if you if you have that, those are things you can do at home yourself to make your home safer. Mm-hmm. Take that out and put a shower curtain in. It's a lot easier for you to get in and out of and adjust and touch and, 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 and read your kids comfortably mm-hmm. than having, you know, the, the sliding uh, doors with that metal track down on the bottom. Or even dogs. Dogs even and dogs. kids,
0: the same idea. Because what we do is we're trying to shower or clean the dog. We open two, We open the two sliding doors to the left. We lean in and the dog goes to the back of the shower. All right, that's fine. We get out. You slide, slide both down. of those things to the right,
5: and the dog is right down to the other end. He's got this thing figured out, I believe. <laughs> We've trained him.
6: We've trained yeah, him. And, and a couple of comments, too. Yeah. Um, never tie your pet, if you're washing your pet in your bathtub, first of all, that's not a very good thing for your pee traps and your plumbing. You probably stop up your plumbing pretty quick.
0: Yeah. And, and
6: secondly, never tie your dog to the, uh, to the uh, faucet system and, and spout. <laughs> I've seen that on occasion. Uh, not a good idea, especially if you have a very strong dog. Uh, but, but Lewis yeah. is right in eliminating um, shower doors. I, I've met two or three people over the last 30 years that have actually gotten severely cut um, mm-hmm. You know, in that scenario where they've actually slipped and, and and gone through the door or part of the door has come down on them and cut them open. So mm-hmm. a shower door is a good solution for a small bathroom. The other thing I, I've seen... In the last two or three weeks, was actually a um, in a tight bathroom like that is a corner water closet or a toilet that's installed in the corner, and it is a toilet specifically made for corners. You'll have to special order it. You'd have to move your plumbing, but it actually, if you put it towards the far end, down by where the window might be, uh, I saw that as a as a very neat solution, and that's that's when you can't move walls and do major reconstruction it's a it's an item that that can be done in a renovation
5: there's another option there tim too i, I don't know if you've seen them we've put a few of them in and i'm hopefully in a, in a few months i'm going to have somebody come in and sit in with us as a plumbing specialist yeah um, but they do make water closets toilets yeah that the tank is in the wall now yeah. these systems <laughs> are more expensive um, but it's a lot less expensive than tearing walls out and trying to remodel your whole bathroom if your goal is to just achieve a little more space, floor space. So now what was the <laughs> tank and the mm-hmm. the seat area, Yeah, the tank is in the wall. Now, the great thing about those, especially if uh, you're getting a little older and your back doesn't work like yeah. it used to, yeah. you can adjust the seats to whatever height you want when you mount it and put it in. Mm-hmm. And the underside of it is open. There's nothing that goes down to the floor. It's mounted to the wall. My wife says they're great if you've got young boys because you just mop underneath it. Yes. But there are options out there that you can modify a bathroom just to give it more floor space without having to tear walls out.
0: That's Lewis Sadler of Sadler Construction. An interview we did earlier this year on making your home great, AccuWeather forecast, and more from Lewis. And coming up in just a bit, this is an archive hour of making your home great. But Ellie Steffen of Habitat for Humanity is actually in the studio. We'll hear from Ellie in the new hour uh, after three o'clock. News Radio 680 WPTF. We'll have more in just a moment with Lewis Sadler of Sadler Construction, in an interview from earlier this year in our archive hour of Making Your Home Great. And coming up on the show, Ellie Stephen, not Ellie Stephan, Ellie Stephen of Habitat for Humanity. That's after our 3 o'clock news. Quick AccuWeather forecast includes cloudy skies, scattered rain, and an overnight low near 41 degrees. Right now it's 50 with a real feel of 55. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander, along with Lewis Sadler, and we're talking about universal design. We're in the bathroom talking about the geography of the bathroom. Uh, and you can talk to us about anywhere else in the house if you want to. 919. 860 9783 So I don't like stepping over the, the uh, sh- into the tub. I don't like that at all. These things with doors on them. The tubs with they really uh, they replace the
5: existing tub. Is that a good product? Um they they're better than they used to be. Okay. I try not to step on any well, product's toes here. Yeah. Um i um I I, I I'm not um, mm-hmm. as much of a fan of them as I, as I am a curbless shower, okay. but I understand some people just like a tub, yeah. and, they, and they enjoy that, and that's great. And for that, it is the safest mm-hmm. product out there to be able to enter in and out of. But what you have to remember is when you go to get in that tub, mm-hmm. because it is a door, mm-hmm. and you close the door, mm-hmm. you realize what you're sitting in, an empty tub. And you have to sit there while it fills up with water. Now, yeah. if it's cold, yeah. so think about if you're going to put one of these products in, yeah. heat lamps, something of that nature to make sure that the air in that room is comfortable. Uh, because if you're temperature sensitive <laughs> in any way, it's going to be an unpleasant uh, sit for a few minutes. Now, the the thing where they have improved is the drainage. It used to be you had to sit there for that long period of time, too, because when you're done bathing – Again, it's, it's a door, so you can't open the door until the water's gone. So you had to sit there until it drained out, but they have come up with better drain systems. So the water drains faster, uh-huh. but the water that comes in is still the same water pressure in your house, so they can't do anything about that. So you still have to sit there for that same period of time. I could have been alive for a thousand years and never would have thought of that. Well, you would have, as soon as you bought one and sat in it.
0: I would have sat you know. <laughs> but, but see, we're a workaround kind of family. Okay, you know what I would have done. I'd have bought the thing, installed it, said it was the most marvelous
5: product. Then I would have filled up the tub and realized. You can't open the door. I can't open the door. Right.
0: I got to leap over this
5: anyway. Yeah, I'm right back to the same situation I had. Actually, you got a worse situation then because those walls are higher. Because they are smaller tubs usually with a seat in it, so they're made deeper. So it's even taller to crawl over than your average tub. All right. You used a term relating to uh, I, 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 the shower that doesn't have a step. Correct. What is that? Curbless. Curbless. Right. Most showers uh, will have what is called a curb. So you've got the floor, and then it's a couple of uh, inches built up. The tile goes up and over right. it, and normally that is where the glass door or the enclosure is attached. Right. And that curb is there to keep water from coming out of the shower. Yeah. Well, that is done because the shower floor on the inside is built at the exact same height as the floor on the outside. Mm -hmm. Well, what is done on the curbless shower, the curb is removed and the floor where the shower location is, is actually built lower than the rest of the floor. So Mm -hmm. the curb then is no longer needed. All the water now drains downward into the center. Mm -hmm. And most of those showers are about... Five foot by five foot is normally the starting point. They get bigger, but five by five is your starting point because that's what is required for turning radius for a wheelchair. Five foot. Diameter, so that's where we start as our minimum for those, and um, you know. So then you've got your curbless shower. You've got nothing to step over, nothing to walk over, and you can, you know, a walker, a wheelchair, whatever the case may be. So you've eliminated any possibility of somebody tripping, mm-hmm. and it makes the bathroom feel so much bigger and more open. You can have no shower door at all; it's just open, which you can see some on our website there. Yeah. Or you can actually have glass doors and have a door that opens up without a curb as well if you want that. Full-size door. Full-size door. Three-foot-wide door. It's a beautiful,
0: uh, heavy-duty, not the cheap little piece of plastic on a slider that I have at my house. Heavy-duty glass. Heavy-duty glass. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous thing. Um, And and yet, you kind of lost me for a moment, but it's my comprehension, not your explanation of it. If I was in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and I rolled in there I'm I'm not rolling down like three,
5: four, five inches in a, uh, in, 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 what, what is it, a very gradual thing? Yeah, you're looking in that five-foot uh, perimeter, you're looking at about a quarter-inch grade.
0: Okay, so I roll in, and I shower, and I roll back out. Roll back out. And people who think, I'm never going to need this, don't realize that as you do age, you just run the possibility of twisting an ankle, busting a foot, uh, and and take it from somebody who has actually been in this situation, having to to not shower for a while because you can't
5: conceivable way to do do it. That's difficult. Well, even as we were discussing before, if you get outside of the um, the potential benefits of it, yeah. should you need it. Most people, most of our clients, when they come in and we have this discussion with them, what do you have in your house today? Most mm-hmm. people will say, I have a five- or six-foot tub, and I have a shower that's about three, three-and-a-half-foot square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many times a year do you use the tub? The majority of our clients will say maybe once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like your shower? Hate it. Bang my elbows in it. Can't turn around. <laughs> so then I go, okay, well, would you rather stay with this option? Yeah. Or would you rather do away with the tub and have a five-foot by seven-foot shower that we can put a fold-down seat on for you to yeah. sit and relax if you want, yeah. dual shower heads? They make that decision pretty quick. And so a lot of it is just, uh, again, the aesthetics, a comfort of using it today, and then it's there to serve a purpose down the road should you ever need it. All right, uh, accessible and barrier-free designs for your home as you buy it. But also, do you do renovations? We do renovations as well. Um, obviously, we we understand that people are living in their homes, uh, that they're it's where their kids were raised mm-hmm. or it's uh, where they're raising their kids, it's their neighbors, it's where they wanna be. Um, so they don't want to move. Um, so we will do that for them. We'll design, we'll, we'll do the design work, and we do the renovation. And mm-hmm. all, all we do, of course, is the accessible or universal design applications. Uh, we do like to try to encourage people, though, that, to think about this if they're going to build to actually in- include these things because it is more expensive to renovate than it is to have it done the first time. Right. But, you know, when you're doing renovation, you're paying somebody to tear something out and then you're paying them to put it back. When you're doing new construction, you're only paying them to put it there. So it's a lot less expensive if you do it the proper way the first time. But yes, we can modify people's existing homes.
0: That's Louis Sadler of Sadler Construction. To uh, contact Louis or any member of his team, go to the website sadlerconstructionnc.com. SadlerConstructionNC.com or call 919-678-0313 on this archive hour of Making Your Home Great. Ali Stephen of Habitat for Humanity of uh, the uh, Carry Restore Manager on our radio program talking about something I think very interesting. If you're planning to do some work in the kitchen or bathroom, you may want to hang out because we've got some good news about the Restore. Uh, that's coming up after the 3 o'clock news. AccuWeather forecast next. News Radio 680 WPTF.
2: WPTF.
0: Radio six eighty WPTF. This is making your home great. I'm Dave Alexander, and uh, we are talking about Habitat for Humanity this hour. And with me is Ellie Stephen, the Carry Restore Manager. Hi, Ellie. Hello, Dave.
7: Thank pull
0: you. That, pull that microphone uh, up somewhere near you. Okay. And we'll talk about the restore today, we're also going to talk about the general mission. Of Habitat for Humanity, uh, I'm looking at the website, which, by the way, habitatwake.org and Habitat for Humanity in Wake County. That just had it says Giving Tuesday. Thanks for helping us raise more than seventeen thousand dollars. Yes, the goal was only fifteen, so that's an good job, thing. everybody. That's an excellent thing, and I, you know, constantly people learn for the first time about Habitat for Humanity. Long before there were restores in the area, there was Habitat. What's its, what's its original, what's its core mission?
7: So its core mission is to, um, I don't know if I'll phrase this correctly, <laughs> but it is to to um, give back in and provide affordable housing yeah. In the, in the neighborhood here, right here in Wake County. So
0: people, I have to admit I was this way. I actually considered going through the Habitat for Humanity route because at a certain point I wasn't making a nickel. I wasn't making enough to put aside for a down payment on a house. Mm-hmm. And then at some point I looked at house prices and what I'd have to pay per month. And I thought, "This is we're never going to do this. Right, we're gonna rent forever,
7: mhm, th- many of our really? families that's yeah. exactly what happens um that they find that now, right here in Wake County, mm-hmm. if they're working the minimum wage, they'd have to work ninety seven hours a week to afford an average two bedroom apartment right here in Wake County,
0: an average two bedroom apartment, not a house, apartment. really, yeah,
7: yeah, and the that
0: minimum wage you've got to put in ninety hours. Between probably yourself and your spouse, I'm hoping nobody's doing 90 hours.
7: Well, there, many of them are working multiple jobs, multiple just, jobs just
0: to pay for the for, for the roof over their head.
7: Yes, that's not even secure. Not even their home mm-hmm. that a landlord could evict them at any time. Yeah. So you, without that security of having a home,
0: and and you stumble once, and you got a problem. You have a I, serious problem. Literally, uh, you you twist an ankle and miss a shift. Mm-hmm. You've got a, You've got a problem. So the mm-hmm. lot of people in this situation
7: there's a lot of people i mean thousands and thousands of people um they say you know um i don't even know what the actual figure is yeah um but it's it is overwhelming people just don't realize how many people are in desperate need for affordable housing
0: and habitat for humanity is a way for folks who I don't know whether we, uh, again, I don't want to say something that's inappropriate. Working poor, is that a a decent term? That would be a true term. Yeah. A very true term. Yeah. They're working. Yeah. Honest people got, you know, things to to recommend themselves. Mm -hmm. Working very hard. And yet can't afford the down payment, can't afford what would be a traditional.
7: Right. And undergo the stress of uncertainty. Right. So they can't even go about their rest of their lives, raising children, raising productive members of society, yeah. because they have this weight-burning stress on them too.
0: Anybody's got a question about either this program or anything else you we talk about here, um, we can we can help you. We'll probably not answer it, but you know we'll tell you the right person to call it, Habitat mm-hmm. if if uh, Ellie doesn't know. Uh, Ellie Stefan. Uh, is here in the studio for an hour. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. So how many homes does Habitat put up
7: in a year, say just in Wake County? So just here in Wake County, um, this year we're going for a new record of Mm -hmm. 70 homes. Um, wow. We have built 633 homes to date since wow. 1985 right here in Wake County.
0: Um, That's incredible.
7: Yeah. So it, it is. Um, and it is, you know, from sponsors and donors all over the county and all over the state that help us out. Um, right. the, the key to this, the home ownership, is that the biggest misnomer is um, our families buy their homes from us. Yeah. Um, they pay the closing costs Mm -hmm. and then they are they get an affordable mortgage um, that they work they live here work or live here in wake county and um, in return they give us 200 hours of what we call sweat equity which is volunteer hours to help build their house and other people's homes
0: i'm curious as to how that works is it that they donate the sweat equity first and that qualifies them
7: so it's in a process. Yeah. So they'll put in their application process, and it does take um, about 18 months from application process to closing dates. Right. So within that time, that's when they're putting forth their 200 hours of sweat equity. Right. Some of it is in actual classes, on budgeting classes, on home maintenance classes, so they can take care of their home once they 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 close and own it. Yeah. Um, some of it can be done right in our restores. Um, and most of it is done right on the construction site, helping build their own house and others.
0: Wow. Okay. And at the conclusion of it, they have a home. Is it in a typical neighborhood or is it in a habitat neighborhood?
7: So it, it's sometimes all different. Um, a lot of times we are donated land where we will put in a community. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it's that, so they'll be surrounded with people just, you know, that are just starting out in, in owning Habitat Homes also. Yeah. Sometimes we just get a small couple of lots where there's only a couple lots to put on it, so yeah. it'll be smaller. Um, so all different varieties there.
0: Okay. At the end of it, what, what would you think that the market value of these, are they buying it at less than market value?
7: So no, they they actually own the home right. at market value. Um, where we come in and, and assist with the affordable housing is making sure that their mortgage payment doesn't oversee thirty percent of their income, so okay. they can they can handle that payment and they don't have the stress and the worry about how am I going to get this. But based qualified on their income level, mm-hmm. that's what their mortgage is based on.
0: Are they smaller homes than typical homes or no? They're,
7: You know, it depends on how many dependents they have living in the houses. Um, No, they're just like our homes. Beautifully built, um, wonderful, wonderful houses.
0: I'm driving by them and not noticing. You
7: would never know. Really? You would absolutely never know.
0: Do you know how, my attitude is, do you know how much better this is than government homes?
7: Oh, this is fantastic. Our, Our homes are generally... Um, they're energy efficient. Yeah. Um, they're about 10 to 1,500 square feet, um, right. and they take about nine weeks to complete. So they're, they're, it, it is a home building company. Right, right.
0: All right. Habitat for Humanity, and Ellie Stephen is here. She is the Carry Restore manager. Did they used to be called something else? The ReStores? Yeah, the ReStore. Was there another name for it? Not. I just remember it as something I, else. I mean, but
7: it could have been. Yeah, it could have been, been right. at she, the very beginning. She's the
0: manager of the Carrie ReStore. If you have never been to a ReStore, my description of it is that it is a thrift store for your house. It is. Am I, re- I am you, correct on that. You nailed it. It's a thrift store with a mission. Because you can go in... And buy everything from a garden hose used in some cases
3: mm-hmm.
0: to a brand new window. Yes. Now they might not have twenty-five of those exact same windows, but they might have one brand new and they might have something else that's, you know, similar to it.
7: That is exactly right. You yeah. could you could come in and buy your front door to your kitchen sink. Right.
0: Some used. A lot used?
7: hmm Some okay. new.
0: Some new, exactly. In fact, new is what we are going to talk about on the show because there's something else. We were holding back talking about it. There's some part of your renovation project might just come from the Restore. Uh, and at some point, Ellie's going to give me the exact description and account of how it is that they can take paint and make it new paint. Because that's that's scientifically impossible, as far as I'm concerned. But she says not impossible. It's not impossible because if you're if you're doing a painting project this weekend or next, call us up right now. And find out your you know about this remixed paint, mm-hmm. and it's not all pink. It's not like they didn't mix red and white. They've got some good colors. It? All right, nine one nine eight 919 right, 919-860-9783 is the telephone number for making your home great News Radio 680 WPTF News Radio 680 WPTF 919-860-9783 is our telephone number to ask any question at all of Ellie Steven of Habitat for humanity, she is the carry restore manager. Quick AccuWeather forecast, and we'll talk with Ellie. Uh, we have cloudy skies, a, a scattered shower, and an overnight low near 41. Don't expect it to warm up anything anymore from where we are right now. But a low of 41, then leading to Sunday with a high of 63. Uh, Monday, it is a high near 61, and Tuesday, 68 degrees with sunshine and clouds through that whole period. Whatever fun we didn't get to do outside today, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, uh, they're good days. 50 degrees, real feel, 55, News Radio 680 WPTF. Ellie Steven, the uh, Restore manager, the Restore has so many things that I think uh, anybody who's a landlord who's got property that needs some work, this is like right away.
7: This is, they, they would be very foolish landlords if they didn't shop a restore before they went to a big box store.
0: There are floor tiles. I bought for a project I was working on, floor tiles I don't know how many tiles there are in a box, but every box there seemed to be $10 a box Mm -hmm. and I could barely lift them. So it was a nice, heavy Mm -hmm. box of floor tiles. I know that I can't do that in a a regular store.
7: No, no. If you are creative and patient, you can get everything you ever needed for any house, whether it's a rental or your own home.
0: But it's never the same every week. It's never the same. Things are going in and out. And uh, the uh, fun part about st- uh, shopping the, the ReStore is that occasionally you get this marvelous bargain on something that's either slightly used or, or brand new. And then next week, totally something different.
7: Always something different. Ever-changing. You take one day off and you come in and the whole store is different. Where's this stuff coming from? It's coming from people just like you and I. Um, it's it's the homeowners um, updating their house. Um, it's from contractors. Mm-hmm. It's uh, from vendors who accidentally sent the wrong size to a homeowner, to a yeah. contractor. Yeah. Uh, then they say, oh, we don't want it back. Just donate it to your local ReStore.
0: I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's why. Yeah, and you look for, for new stuff in there. Uh, do you still do the demo thing?
7: is that still a project? So it is. It's not quite as, uh, we will do the kitchen strip outs. Okay. Um, So yes, if you were, you know, getting your fabulous new kitchen from me. Yeah. And before the new cabinets showed up, yes, we do offer a service, um, a salvage service where they will come into your home. They will take all the old cabinets. Yeah. Any appliances, uh, the countertops, they clean up before they leave, and they give yes. you a tax receipt, and so can you, you can do, write that off.
0: Can you do this while I'm on Christmas vacation? Because I really hate what I got in my kitchen now. We
7: can definitely do this. All, all right. right. Can, can you do vacation? this and not tell my wife? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't, I
0: don't know, know either. That.
7: All right. Unless, so unless you send her to a fabulous spa weekend somewhere for like two weeks, then yeah. yes.
0: All right. Well, tear the, tear that stuff out. Um, what is it that we can buy new you've there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff now
7: there is um so we do have many different types of flooring laminate flooring um those can be found um in many of our stores right off the top of my head i know Mm -hmm. raleigh and our fuquay stores they definitely have um pallets of this laminate flooring and it is absolutely beautiful um the laminate flooring has come a long way it is not your traditional laminate flooring the yeah. just it is just beautiful stuff um tile like you said definitely tile yep. um area rugs uh, a lot of people don't know we do sell donated area rugs but we also almost every single store in our county um all six of our stores you can buy brand new area rugs that are just beautiful in in, in any sizes Yes. Uh, there are paint products. You did bring up the Remix paint program. What? Uh, that, that doesn't make any sense
0: to me. You're mi- remixing paint. What do you end up with when you, you remix the paint?
7: So what you do is you actually take in many of our savvy customers have been yeah. doing this for years. Yeah. Uh, totally we just what? mixing paint. Um, you, I have a gentleman that comes and he shops every single Restore. And for four years, he went to every single Restore and looked yeah. for exterior gray paint. He didn't yeah. care if it was the same color gray yeah. because he was taking it at home, putting it in a big giant barrel, <laughs> using a cement mixer and mixing it all together. <laughs> and he painted his entire century home, and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, you would never know. And he paid a fraction of the price, as we all know. Paint is really expensive yeah. in well, the big box stores. Well, we, and
0: don't wanna, we don't want to. We don't want to suggest that anybody should do this or even need to because so now we do that do?
7: so uh yeah remix paint program what we do is take the donated paint right um, we do take paint as long as it is fairly new it yeah. hasn't expired it hasn't gone bad you haven't frozen didn't get hot yeah. so it's still good and usable and then we ship it down to our Fucoy store where they actually have a processing plant in the back and they separate it by um, kind whether it's eggshell satin yeah. semi-gloss And then they separate it again by color. They sieve it three times to make sure all the impurities are out of it. Yeah. They shake it, and then they'll even tint it to make a pretty color. Sure. And then they repackage it in our remix paint. And the cost on this is a fraction of what you would cost. What's a gallon of paint going to run me? $12. $12 for a gallon of paint? Yeah. And a thirty and a five gallon bucket will be thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars for mm-hmm. five gallon. I like this. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a, this is a way to save money. It's a way to. It's a great way to save money. I built a chicken enclosure. Now I'm a little nuts, so I knew that my chicken coop needed to be easily cleaned. Okay, the floor. Mm-hmm. That's why I bought the tile. I, my wife thought it was a little nuts, but I put tile down in the chicken coop now it sweeps out like yeah. nobody's business you can even hose it out and i have if anybody wants to borrow it from me or buy it from me i'll tell you what i'll let you have it most of a box of the brightest yellow bathroom color tile anybody want to get from the restore mm-hmm. but if i need a piece of wood i'm not going to the hardware store i'm going to your
7: you definitely going to the to
0: I didn't know they did that at the Fuquay store. That's where they do all the...
7: Well, they then they ship it out to all our stores. So all the stores sell the Remix paint. That I, is just their their operation center.
0: I was told that there's a, 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 a bunch of cabinets that you've gotten mm-hmm. Is that brand new? This is a...
7: Yes. Yeah, so as we were talking about the Salvation... Deconstruction program. Yeah. We do sell donated sets of cabinets, right? Um, in our restores, but um, about four years ago, we entered in the realm of new cabinet sales. Yes. Um, and we have found um, we now have two vendors that are uh, distributors that we deal with. One of them is right out of North Raleigh, so it made it very convenient and kind of got us started in this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can actually get new cabinets for your kitchen, bath laundry room built-ins seem to be very popular right now with all Mm -hmm. the new home construction Um, they just left a mantle with a fireplace with empty sides so now you can come in and we can do built-ins on both sides um, at a fraction of the cost it's about 50 to 60 percent below your big-box stores
0: that's good that's good thing and some of the big-box stores are you know they're okay they're yeah. decent price, so you're you're cutting their price. I like oh, that. Oh yes, yeah. I like
7: that. Hey, are, you're buying them new. So is we are. Is that what Habitat is? Yeah, that's um, this is this is a direction that we took for the, for this yeah. application. Yes, um, we actually buy new cabinets um, for each customer, so it's specific to you. You come in with your measurements. I'll sit down. I have Ooh. fancy software. I'll design your kitchen. I'll help you design your kitchen. We put it in CAD software. You can see in a 3D view exactly what it's going to look like. Uh, once you cool. checked it all out, we're good. Our news department knocking on the
0: door. They say, Dave, you got to take a break in just a second. That's what we're going to do. Uh, more with Ellie Stephen of Habitat for Humanity. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Telephone number for questions. For Ellie Stephen of Habitat for Humanity, 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. You want to talk about volunteering, you want to talk about the restores, you want to talk about getting a Habitat home, Uh, you want to talk about the, the projects that they're involved in, or even Habitat for Humanity International. Ellie's prepared to not answer that because she doesn't know anything about that. But she go
7: ahead, right? I, Z- I'm, I'm pretty fluent with the oh, international a little bit. I did actually go on a mission trip last year. Where'd you go? To Malawi, Africa.
0: Malawi, Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it? It can't be the same kind of situation. I, I it, mean,
7: it's a little. It's dif- it's definitely different. Um, um, definitely huge, huge need abroad. Yeah. Um. We built brick houses, um, mm-hmm. which they were living in wood shacks, literally with dirt floors. So we come in and build a brick house with a cement floor and a yeah. roof, and it, it's life changing.
0: I think about the way things are in the world. You know, we we forget about entire regions, and then they get some natural disaster, mm-hmm. okay, and we find out that a thousand people or ten thousand people are homeless. But as soon as they gather up enough cardboard and metal, right, to mm-hmm. screw it together and wire it together, that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. They'll be
7: fine. It, that's, that's all they think I, they need. Yeah.
0: It's it, the tough thing. Well, that's neat. Yeah, I'm looking at the website, which, by the way, is HabitatWake.org. Gosh, I want to sing the jingle when I say that. HabitatWake.org. Um, and you've got affordable housing is one of the topics Cambodia and Malawi uh, trips, um, and uh, talk to me about the, um, the, the again about these cabinets. You s- you reported that it's caught on.
7: It it is beginning to catch on. Yes. Um, so because it is um, a service that actually needs um, to be staffed, uh, um, it's not very easily volunteer run. The cabinet program. Yeah. Um, just with software needed. Um, it is definitely caught on in a in a fantastic way. Um, people are realizing that they can get quality cabinets um, that are solid wood, that yeah. are built like furniture, um, that are not, you know, <laughs> your cam lock, I'm going to fall apart in two years kind of cabinets. Yeah, yeah. And they can get them at the price of the cam lock I'm going to fall apart in two years, yeah, you don't cabinet wanna,
0: price. So. I want to emphasize these are actual cabinets made by two companies that make cabinets for a living. Yes. This is not something where you're, and they're going to be measured or installed or, or put in place to fit your application. You're not going to get a box and an Allen wrench.
7: You are not getting an Allen wrench. <laughs> getting... You are definitely not getting an Allen wrench. Okay, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna put together a design. Um, yeah. we're gonna sit down and take time and design your kitchen on a CAD software. Uh, that then the homeowner or contractor then will go back to the house and check all the specs and make sure everything's perfect once that's done we're going to order their cabinets three weeks later they're going to arrive their installer can install them and have a new dream kitchen in about half the time and about half the price
0: yeah i'm I'm, i was i had the dollar sign in front of me here Mm -hmm. what's what's a you know a big kitchen the big the big
7: misnomer as i always say the bait and switch of the industry is the 10 by 10 kitchen okay um that that any of the big box places will say you can get a ten by ten kitchen for, you know, nineteen hundred dollars. Yeah. I have those. You can get a ten by ten kitchen for nineteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, I don't advertise that as such. My highest end cabinet, which is a solid birch cabinet. Um, it is a solid wood box with all the soft clothes hinges and drawers, all the all the bells and whistles that everybody wants. Yeah. Um, the highest end at that ten by ten kitchen yep. is gonna be twenty seven hundred dollars. Twenty seven hundred. Yeah, that gets you a new kitchen. Now, I will tell you. Yeah, I very rarely meet the person with that
0: ten by ten kitchen. It just it, doesn't exist. Are, my, are most of our kitchens bigger than that?
7: They well, they are, unless you do want you know thirty inch high cabinets. If you want them to go to the ceiling and or go up to close to an eight foot ceiling at forty two yeah. inch heights. Yeah, I want. That a, is not no. a ten by ten kitchen. Well, I want.
0: <laughs> But, but I, can I want get cab- to those. I want cabinets up above where I can I put my can glasses.
7: stack, yes, with the glass and we can stack cabinets. We can go all the way to a 10-foot ceiling um, with cabinets nowadays. Um, we have the vanities that are now the height of your kitchen cabinets so you don't have to stoop down when you're brushing your teeth in the bathroom. They're all luxury height. Brand uh, new. Brand, brand new. Mm-hmm.
0: Brand new looking good. By it's cabinet, okay. I, again, I meant I emphasize that because it there's something called cognitive dissonance. We think of Habitat for Humanity. We think of the Restore. It's got "re" in its title.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, it we think of something that's reused, mm-hmm. and you can do that with the Restore, but there's plenty of new.
7: Yes, that okay. we have both. We we definitely have the donated cabinets. But if you can't find your fit, because a donated cabinet set is a wonderful thing, yeah. it keeps it out of a landfill. Like the, that is a wonderful thing. It is very hard to match up to your exact kitchen. <laughs> so if you yeah, don't have the time or the wherewithal for that, you know, come see me and we'll just work out a whole brand new kitchen for okay. you.
0: Okay, I like this is a this is a brand new idea. Telephone number here at Making Your Home Great nine one nine eight six zero. Nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. How soon before you expand to other things within my home? Because I want to buy at forty to sixty percent of retail
7: forever. And you will have that opportunity. Will I? Yes. Eventually. Uh, there, there is no limit to where we can go with this. Um, you know, if you can buy things that you would normally buy in any other store. If if we can sell them to you yeah. through the ReStore yeah. and help fund housing here in Wake County, we're going to do it.
0: I want you to get blowback from the big box stores.
7: We we are. Are you really? We are. We are. Is I, it nice at I, least? I, I can't name any names, yeah, but I no, can no, no, tell no, no. you that there are employees of those big box stores yes. that buy their cabinets from me.
0: Well, they should pay. And the ReStore. They should pay their, you know, you know if you work for the big box store. They should pay them. They're saving money
7: money by buying them through
0: us. I get it. Well, that does make sense. I mean, this does open up a a can of worms. You you do get donations. Do you get them from the big box stores?
7: Of course we do. You do. Of course we do. We still have. There are some things that. That are separate and different. Yeah. Um, some of the big box stores, they offer a line of cabinets that I can, can't can touch. You know, at the ReStore, we have decided we are going to sell a quality of cabinet and we're not going to go below that. Yeah, good. So so if somebody is looking for that particle board that's covered in thermofoil um, cabinet, yes, it's still available at the big box store. Is it cheap? And Thermofoil? It's, it's dirt cheap. Yeah, okay. And that we just don't sell. We just wanted to make sure people got a quality product that was going to upstand time so they'll save money long-term, too.
0: I like it. I like it. Very interesting. Okay, so we talked about homes. We talked about uh, the restore and some of these things. What else should we talk about for Habitat? We don't know. Habitat for Humanity Wake County website is habitatwake.org. How many people are going to get homes this year because of Habitat? Seventy. Seventy people. Families. Seventy families. You're right. Yeah. More than more. Yeah. yeah. Seventy
7: families.
0: Seventy families. hmm And how about beyond Wake County? Do you know what what's going on beyond, even though it may not be your group?
7: I don't you know what it is yeah. so all consuming
0: yeah the you
7: numbers
0: you can't look the, up when
7: you think of every single county in the United States yeah. with every single habitat for That's humanity funny. it's it's wonderfully overwhelming the idea of it
0: i'm so glad that kim and apex picked up the phone at 919 9783 hi kim Hello, Kim. You are Hello. on. Yeah, you're on with Ellie Stephen of Habitat Hi, for Humanity.
7: Hello, Kim. How are ya?
8: I'm Good. very well, thank you. Should I say nice things about Ellie, or should I tell you the truth?
0: Uh, you do whatever you feel your <laughs> conscience. Do you I know
8: what we shop at all the restores? Right. There isn't anything we haven't been able to find, Mm -hmm. if you're patient, and if you're on a budget, as far as I'm concerned, the big box stores don't exist. Amen. The only way to go (laughs) is Habitat for Humanity, and if you can help somebody else have a home of their own, what a nice, warm feeling it leaves you.
0: Kim, what did you buy most recently at Habitat?
8: Uh, yesterday we bought a china cabinet. Mm. Yeah, we only paid a uh, hundred dollars for it.
0: Did the and china cabinet have glass in it?
8: No, it no. had. It had uh, plate rail across the top. Uh huh. And it was built by Hill. Right. And, and it retailed online for
0: $1,800. And you bought it for how much? 100 Did you buy it in carry? Because apparently Ellie's not pricing things high enough.
8: <laughs> no, I bought it in A- Apex.
0: You bought it in Apex. We were
8: right. at the um, carry store the day before, and they didn't have it.
0: They didn't have
8: it. So we just went wandering around and and hit the Apex store. And uh, you could go every day and find something different.
0: Yeah, until your spouse finds out. Yes, yes, yeah. Kim, thank you very much. Uh,
8: They're they're the greatest staff. They are. You'll you'll love them. They're great to work with.
0: All right, excellent. Kim, thank you very much.
8: Bye, Ellie. Bye-bye. Thank you, Kim.
0: All right, bye-bye. Kim in Apex. Oh, uh, she's she's just done a commercial for you. I like that.
7: She is. She's a regular. Her and her husband, I recognize her voice. Oh, you too. They're just sweethearts. They've <laughs> volunteered. They shop all the time. They're just part of what makes the Habitat family. It's 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 not only our volunteers, which we definitely need to talk about, but it's yeah. it's our staff and it's our customers. Our customers mm-hmm. are just fabulous, warm, loving people too. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's more than getting a great deal, even though you will get a great deal. Right. It's, it's that community of helping out the community, saving money, and helping others along the way, too.
0: Last time I was in the Fuquay uh, Restore, they had coolers that were kind of 12-volt battery-operated coolers. If you're thinking that maybe sometime you might have a hurricane blow through or a, you know the power go out for a while and you need to cool down stuff, Mm -hmm. they had a whole stack of them
7: so we have all every single store in wake county has those coolers that you speak of yeah we also have the mini fridges yes these are the greatest donation we have ever that i have seen in a long time right so those mini fridges um this whole donation was a, a large donation to us by a pharmaceutical company yeah um those fridges have been just, and the coolers selling right. off the shelf. Right. I mean, they're just unbelievable. The coolers, the cool thing about them is they're not really coolers. They're refrigerators. Yes, they, they are. They mini fridges in your car. Yes, they are. Because most coolers that you plug into your lighter, yeah. um, they circulate air. Mm-hmm. So you still have to put the, the cool packs inside. Yeah. No, these refrigerate. They're wonderful. They're the greatest things on earth. What was my price for those? $100 for the coolers? Yeah. And okay. 75 for the micro fridges. So if we have any uh, beer brewers out there, yeah, boy, that's who's been buying them right off the really? shelves. Yes, because you can fit a whole big a giant five-gallon keg, whatever. Carboy,
0: yeah. There you go. The, fifth, the, the beer-making tub. Yes in that thing you
7: can fit it in there or two Uh, of the small ones that i I know you have the fancy term for i can't even remember what they are
0: the small 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 beer containers i have no idea i never drink anything from a small container (laughs) all right telephone number 919-860-9783 if you go to habitat for humanities restores i want to hear from you Uh, if not and you're just looking for information uh, Ellie's going to be here for a little while. Ellie Steven from Habitat for Humanity. She is the Restore Manager in Cary on News Radio 680 WPTF and Making Your Home Great. We're getting the Volt Doctors in in an upcoming episode of this radio show to explain why it is my microwave stops running when the Christmas lights blink on. There's got to be some explanation for it. AccuWeather forecast. Um, tonight, eh, not great. Uh, it's going to be a little chilly and there could be some rain coming down, even for the Raleigh uh, tree lighting ceremony tonight. But uh, uh, after that, we straighten out for tomorrow sunshine and clouds in 63. And Monday, it's a high near 61 with sunshine. 50 now, real feel of 55. News Radio 680 WPTF. And Charles in Raleigh wants to ask Ellie Stephen from the uh, Habitat for Humanity about uh, something they've got in the stores. Hi, Charles. How are you?
1: Hi. I'm doing great. How are Good. you?
0: I'm glad you ha- hung on and that you're, that you're here. What, is, what was your question?
1: Uh, I caught the tail end of um, something about bathroom vanities. Um, I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of the ReStore store in uh in Raleigh picked yeah. a tile.
0: Yeah, for a good bathroom. for you.
1: Yep. And uh and I heard something about vanities and uh so I just wanted to find out more if they were new used or So I didn't catch it.
7: Yeah, Charles. So we actually have both. Um so you can probably go right into the Raleigh Restore and see if they currently have in stock any donated vanities if you're redoing a bathroom. Um if they do not, you definitely need to um, call the carry store or stop in, um, obviously when I'm not on the radio, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and price out new vanities. Um, new vanities can be as low as $120 for a brand new solid wood vanity that you can install, um, and, and up, depending on the sizes. So I would say if you would like to get a quote for a new vanity, mm-hmm. just measure the space in your um, bathroom that your current cabinets are in and shoot the store an email or give us a call and let us know. Um, there is a designated line that you can even leave me a message. Give me an email and I can quote it out and shoot it right back over to you. Is this okay. uh, a different style? There's many different styles. There's about 20 different styles.
0: Okay. And Charles, these are new. This is made for you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ellie. Yeah. What it oh, made? Oh. Yeah. What yeah. Char- Charles? They've made some sort of arrangement with two furniture companies okay. that, with your measurements, and they'll double check the measurements. This, these furniture companies will make for your application for your bathroom piece of furniture that goes there.
7: Yeah. So what has happened over the industry is the industry's blown up with the, the cabinet industry in general, where they call them RTAs, ready to assemble cabinets. Mm-hmm. And they come in many, many, many different sizes. It kind of I equated it to it's like my own personal Lego box. So I'm going to pick out different Legos or cabinets to fit into your existing space. Um, so that way it gives you the freedom to get what you want. Like if you want a drawer base in the bathroom, you can get a drawer base. If you just want a sink base and that's it, nothing, no frills, you can mm-hmm. get that. So um, really it all depends on what your needs and wants are because um, we can stick pretty much within any budget.
1: Okay, so you would come into the, uh, into the store like you would a uh, big box store and just kind of lay it out? And yeah, you can out.
7: come and stop and see me in the carry store. And if you bring your measurements in, I have 3D software that we can lay out the bathroom cabinets. You can see what it'll look like, and then you can take that home, and whether you're installing them yourself or having a contractor install them, check over the design right there, and if it's a go, we can place an order for you.
1: Okay. Now, what about the, the, the countertops?
7: The countertops. So one thing you can do is you can shop one of your local restores to see if they have a donated um, um, like counter with the sink in it. Um, or we have people that we can uh, recommend if you are looking for um, like a granite or hard surface that I've just found have really good prices.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm, I'm definitely interested. That that works well for me. I might even return the uh, the kitchen cabinets I just kind of ordered. <laughs> see what you got there. I don't know. We'll
7: see. Definitely worth getting it quoted out. Okay. Charles, thank
0: you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, joining in. Charles from Raleigh, News Radio 680, WPTF. We should uh, kind of restart here and tell you that we've talked today with Ellie Stephen of Habitat for Humanity. And, again, the basic mission or the core mission has been to put people into homes. Yes,
7: yes. And that that is why we're, yeah.
0: Can we make a pitch for the
7: people who might qualify? What's your best? So if you even think you might qualify, I urge you to go to the website, which is Mm www.habitatwake.org. Right. Click on homeownership. Right there, you can apply right there. And see if you qualify. They're going to give you all the statistics and the qualifications right there. And then you can actually apply online. That is the best first step. And why assume you can't or you don't know. Just try. Just look. Don't worry about the website address. If you Google search Raleigh
0: Habitat, they're the first ones on the list. Yes. It's habitatwake.org. Uh, Melvin and Garner. Melvin, thank you very much for calling in. You're on with Ellie Stephen of Habitat for Humanity. Talk to us, oh, Melvin.
9: Oh, sure. You're very welcome. Uh, I, just, I just happened to be driving and listening to the program, yeah. and uh, uh, so that Ellie was a guest, or heard that Ellie was a guest. And I just wanted to leave a very positive comment. My wife and I uh, had an opportunity to shop at the carry store this summer. Uh, we enjoyed it so much, we went back the next day. <laughs>
7: and, uh, nice. And, uh, we appreciate that, Melvin.
9: Oh, uh, sure, we <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, we purchased a few items and um, got some information on on. Uh, you were talking about cabinets. Uh, we don't have a need to replace cabinets right now, but uh, it was very positive experience. Uh, you know, there's no pressure whatsoever. We we enjoy just leisurely walking around, seeing what uh, items were there, and uh, any remodeling that we have to do in a home in the future, we'll definitely check with uh, um, um,
4: the restore have have
9: first. Yeah, restore first. Yes, they'll definitely be our first option. So. All
0: right. Excellent. Melvin, thank you.
9: Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome and and best of uh, wishes to you Ellie and, and I pray that, you know, all will continue to go well with Habitat Habitat for your Humanity and uh, it's a definitely worthwhile cause and, and God bless you.
7: Thank you very much, Melvin. You too. It
0: really is as much an organization as it is a mission. That, that Habitat's not about, you know, making a profit.
7: No. So I mean we we are at the restores. Our goal is we want to fund our mission right. to the utmost. But our number one goal is and I when I sit with every single customer, I let them know that yeah. I'm not on commission. I'm here to save you as much money as I possibly can. So you come out with the same warm and fuzzy feeling as our homeowners do. I like it. I like it. Ellie,
0: thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take care. Ellie Steven from Habitat for Humanity the see her at the carry store the carry restore or any of the other stores stop in and buy something inexpensively do something good for people this is making your home great news radio 680 wptf